What is up, people? You are listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart. Joined, as always, by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, it's been a little while. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, Shamari, it has been a while. I only laugh because that's what I was going to say. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a little while. (laughs) And Shamari acknowledged it. Not to bury the lead. Clearly, (laughs) Clearly, it's been a while. Um, Obviously, we've been busy. Um... You know, doing our own stuff. Um, you know, if you listen to uh, our, our you listen to our friend Zach, uh, Zachary Breland's podcast on Star Wars, was it geeking out? Yes, on, geeking on, out, geeking out over Star Wars, geeking out over Star Wars, and you've heard, you know, a lot of Shamari Star Wars takes over the last couple of weeks, so it's not like Shamari's been completely out of the Star Wars realm. Yes, yes, um, that's true. but but yeah, you should, you should you know, definitely check that out. It's a good show. Between all the reviews that we've done, you know, we just started up with Loki and a lot of different sports stuff that we do here. Um, plus, obviously, we do Hero Talk every week. We haven't had a chance to really, uh, plus Shamari being on, on geeking, geeking Out sometimes, uh, we haven't had the chance to really lock down a date uh, for recording mm-hmm. the Imperial Broadcast, but we're back. Um, you know, we missed a lot of uh, Bad Batch reviews for the yep. people that wanted to know our opinion on Bad Batch. I mean... You know, we're not going to go episode by episode, but, you know, we, we have our takes on the series in general as a whole and where we think it's going to go. So I'm excited yeah. to really dive into that because um, it's really interesting because I feel like my overall view of the show, had we done the reviews after the first episode or even the mm-hmm. second and third, is a little different than how I feel now. And I think that's probably, the I would say, the majority of the people that have seen The Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. Um, majority of the fans after the first few weeks, you know, people were losing their minds. Clone Wars 2.0, um, you know, this is incredible. Give Filoni everything. He's the legend. Not to say that it's dipped. Not to say that you know it stinks. You know, and mm-hmm. that we were lied to. But you know, I think the the general consensus out there is that all right, maybe we should slow down a little bit on the Bad Batch hype. Not to say it's not an excellent piece of animation uh, content, but that. You know, every week isn't going to be like a movie. You know, like the first week right. was. Um, so I think that's that's where we're at with the Bad Batch. But we'll dive more into that. Obviously, a lot of TV stuff to get to um, with uh, some of the future Disney Plus series that we'll be getting down the line. So uh, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, again, it's been a long time, but uh, it's held a lot in, held a lot of a lot of thoughts, a lot of opinions, a lot of theories in. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a lot to uh, a lot to go through, and I mean we're not going to take a super deep dive into each episode. <laughs> that's impossible. Um, I don't even remember yeah, that. Would yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's a good point. Yeah, I don't either. But because it was, there are a lot of I think there were like seven episodes. Yeah. So it's a lot of episodes. So we're not going to be able to do that. But we can kind of go through some of the basics of what happened. So we have other stuff we're going to get to as well, other film related and TV show related stuff. But first, we're going to jump into. Um, Some spo- a lot of spoilers, obviously. For the oh, well, yeah. All spoilers. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen it... I recommend you, skipping... Yeah. Definitely go watch it. It's worth watching. Yeah. Or just skipping... 15 minutes. Maybe, maybe. next... Yeah, 15 minutes or so. Um, because we're going to jump into that right now. So you've been warned. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so, all right. So, The Bad Batch. So, just first, just start out with your general overall opinion. I very much enjoy it. It's filled the void of of um uh so i'm not gonna be mean but it's filled the void of like very enjoyable star regular star wars content 
Um, which the Mandalorian was very good. So that <laughs> so I mean, that's a void that there was a short gap. I thought you were gonna um, specifically call out the animation side of things. Uh, I mean, we had the Clone Wars, obviously. Yeah, well. the Clone Wars season seven was was <laughs> that, last that filled the void. Of, yeah, the Clone Wars season seven came back, Rebels. and that <laughs> yeah, and that just remind that reminded you of just how good the animated Star Wars stuff is. Right. When um, they take themselves seriously. Yeah. Which, if you haven't seen <laughs> the Clone Wars, you gotta go watch that. Which, you know, everyone everyone wants to moan and grumble about how long it is. It you is don't long. feel it. If you're a Star Wars fan, well, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, whoa, I'm not gonna whoa, go whoa. there. We're not getting into that I'm not, conversation. I'm not gonna go there. I'm not gonna be one of those fans. But if you're a Star Wars fan, you would know <laughs> how many parsecs it took <laughs> to make the castle run. What I mean to say is, if you enjoy Star Wars, if you enjoy the lore of Star Wars, the galaxy at large, learning more about that, you will like the Clone Wars. That's what I mean to say. Not to say if you right. don't like it, then you know go watch something else. You're not right. part of the fan base. Right, that, you right. know, like, there's enough of that. There's yeah. more than enough of that. So, um, uh, which Disney Plus does have a section for the essential episodes, and there's yes. plenty of articles out there. Absolutely. Now, what I will caution is that the Disney Plus essential episodes are clearly central to both the series, but also the Bad Batch. Yes. And so they leave out, like, the last four episodes of The Clone Wars, which, in my opinion, are considered essential. For the only oh, thing yeah, of the last season essential. that they have are the four episodes in the beginning that set up the Bad Batch. Um, I consider every episode of the last season essential. Yeah, especially now, every episode of the yeah, last now season. That we, yeah, now that we know, it's yeah. pretty... It's not essential in terms of, like, you know... In terms of, like, you'll you, be you lost. Won't enjoy, yeah, you won't enjoy any anything unless you see everything, but... Um, essential but in that there will, will be some will, stuff that you won't understand. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you will benefit from having seen all the episodes of the last of season. the last season. Um, so yeah, I mean that, which is weird. Maybe they didn't want to spoil stuff by saying you know, oh yeah, every episode is essential. But um, to me, overall, obviously, I guess we should just my. Well, I'll give my quick take on the show. I mean, I I agree. I really like the show. Um, you know, I know there are some people out there that are kind of, uh, that's kind of soured on it as of late, soured on some characters, which we'll get to, but um, mm-hmm. overall, I think Filoni has done a really good job of, you know, keeping it interesting every week, even if it's not, even if it's not, you know, Vader showing up every week, like, mm-hmm. they still find ways for it to be uh, connected. Yeah, connected, to be enjoyable, to feel Star Warsy, um, you know, it's everything I'd want in a weekly Star Wars show. Like to me, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just one of these people that, like, and again, not to be mean, but think about Star Wars Resistance. You know, you just it's like it's been much worse than where we're at now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I even think of to Rebels, not to blast no. Rebels, because Rebels has had some highs that I don't know if the Bad Batch will ever meet. Like yeah. the Bad Batch is never gonna meet Ahsoka versus Vader. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never gonna meet. Maul versus Obi Wan. Like yeah, I don't. Right. I, I could be. I could be wrong. But I just. I would be shocked. And they've had some cool moments already, but nothing on that level. Yeah. But I don't know if the Bad Batch is ever gonna have the lows that the Rebels had. Yeah. Rebels had some. The problem is that even though the Bad Batch is an original group of characters, it is still. It's still so connected to what's going on. Yeah. Just with them being clones. First. With of them all. being clones already makes them kind of more relevant. Than almost everybody and, in Rebels. You know, Hera. Yeah, then Hera and, and Zeb and... Yeah, yeah like Kanan, Zeb. Kanan was a cool character, a cool concept. 
you know, and, you know, I guess Ezra, we didn't know who Ezra was. He, in fact, he was just a kid, so it was like, I don't know. Maybe he'll be somebody, maybe he won't. We assume he'll be somebody, but at the time, you didn't know. So it was a lot of, when they're doing random stuff, you just don't care, you know, whereas with the Bad Batch, even, they're not doing anything random. Everything they're doing is very crucial considering the time period that they're in, yep. considering, you know, yep. the nature of the what the jobs they're doing. Like, it's all very crucial to their survival, it seems. Mm-hmm. So everything is ratcheted up in terms of the intensity of every of every episode. So, yeah, I've I've enjoyed it. Um, you know, it's the first couple episodes were certainly better than the last few. Um, uh, yeah, definitely. You know, and that that's well, it's, look. The first episode was a movie, basically. It's three about three episodes, two or three episodes. So yeah, you know, you're not gonna always gonna get that. But um, what have been some things about the show that you've enjoyed? And some characters that you've enjoyed. Uh, things about the show that I have enjoyed. Um, so I mean, of course, I enjoy the Bad Batch. I like all the all members of the Bad Batch: Hunter, Tech, uh, you know, Wrecker. Um, Can you name them all, Shamar? Uh, what what Echo? Echo. And um, you missing one? Uh, it's not Crosshair anymore. Well, yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> but it's yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, yeah, spoiler alert. But um, now Omega, and now Omega. Which okay, <laughs> might as well just bring up the elephant in the room, Omega. <laughs> so um, how do I feel about Omega? I don't mind Omega. She's a, she look set the she's straight, a, set the record. She's not been the most enjoyed character by the yeah. Fan she's base. she's definitely splitting up the fan base. You know, it's very Ahsoka esque uh, in the early days of Ahsoka. Yeah, it's very Ahsoka esque. <laughs> kind of a lot of the stuff that that led me to just. Just, just dump the Clone Wars <laughs> right. after season one, and then rewatch it later on and find out how good it is. Yeah, so it's very Ahsoka esque, right? I mean, very a lot of the whole kind of you know, oh golly G, right? Uh, oh G Wiz, got got to connect to the fact that it's a kid show. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so yeah, I don't know. You know, I mean, it is what it is. Um, I'm wondering what her connection is to everything, because she's got to be connected to something, or lead to something. Um, so that's kind of just what you wonder. She's got a bounty on her head right now. There's a bounty on her head. Like, so uh, there, there's been, it seems some, you know, discussion out there about who who ordered the bounty. Some confusion out there. I think it's pretty clear. But the Kamen Owens? Yeah, I think it's the Kamen Owens. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, aren't, I, aren't they, like, you know, suspect? About that, the Empire. They're like, we yeah. have, you know, we got to, you know, secure our place in this. I thought that seemed very clear. That they were about to do something very shady, and then right after that, right. all of a sudden, Fennec Shan is after Omega. I thought it was a very clear thing that they—that's what it seems. That, yeah. But there were a lot of people out there that are like, "Who did this? Was it you know? Was it the Empire? Yeah, was it who?" Said. And I'm like, I thought they, I thought it was pretty clear. Yeah, it's but, not the Cameron Owens. I mean, look, maybe maybe that was a red herring, you know? Like maybe it's not the the, the Cameron Owens, but I feel like that is what they want you to believe. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, the fact that she has a bounty on her head. The fact that she's uh, quote unquote defective or special clone um, like them, but clearly not like them. Right. It, it, there's clearly a lot of differences out there. Um, you know, I are we jumping to the fact that she's force sensitive? Like is that is that like a you know a ninety percent chance? If, uh, if I had to put a percent on that, I'd say I'm at seventy percent. 
I want to say 90%. I mean, I'm not that certain. <laughs> yeah, But they show her levitating something or something, then I'd be like, all right, yeah, I mean, I guess that's 90, 90, 95, unless she's using some kind of magic trick. But, I mean, she seems to be sensing things. We've only seen people with the Force do that. Right. So you got <laughs> you got to jump to the Force. Yeah. Probably Force-sensitive. Right. Um, but and, and you think about what makes her unique. Like, what, what would exactly. make her What makes her, besides the fact that she's a girl, obviously. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um. But outside of that, she seems to be force sensitive. So, um, so yeah, honestly, I, I like Omega so far. Uh, I don't love her. I have to see what I like her in the sense that it seems to be building to her being something. Exactly. That's what I like about it. If if Filoni woke up tomorrow and told me, oh, you know, spoiled it, but like, oh, she's actually nobody. Yeah, like, she's just nobody. I just yeah. wanted to add a kid character for the kids. I, I would be very disappointed. Yeah, I would be like, wow. <laughs> then so I'd be like, all right, so time. yeah, this was a waste of my time. It was a waste <laughs> of my energy, a waste of my emotions. Yeah, I mean, she gets not to say that she can't she can't be cool, right? You know, that's a, and I was also going to bring that up. And I don't need her uh, to be a Jedi. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily need her to be a Jedi, but you know, if it was just nothing, then I'd be like, all right, she was just like, you know, I don't know, uh, Sabine or something, just right. someone we're never going to see, possibly <laughs> potentially. Though hopefully Filoni <laughs> can change that, but like, um, yeah, that'll be pretty disappointing. I would say of the Bad Batch, Omega's probably the only one that I think, or probably the most likely one that I think we may eventually see in live action potentially. The the, age, none of the other ones I think we're gonna see. The age helps. The age definitely helps. A lot of the live action stuff. They're doing I mean, Wrecker we can't see because he's Tamar Morrison, but big and jacked. All the clones. All. I don't them think are any like of them are gonna be hard to pull off. Yeah, Rex. All the people that want to see Rex live action, I mean, it's, I mean, I guess, I guess you could do tomorrow Morrison, but I think we could see Rex, but I don't consider Rex a part of the show. I mean, he's in it now, but he's not like, a well, part yeah, of that obviously, match. he's a yeah. guest star. Yeah, but I yeah. think I mean just in terms of like seeing them in live action. Right, right. So yeah, I don't know. So that's that's another thing that's pretty exciting about Omega. Um, Who's your favorite member of the Bad Batch? Uh. Boy, that's personally that's I'm 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 a huge Hunter fan myself. Hunter is probably he's the easiest he's probably the easiest to latch on to. Um Major Wolverine vibes in this character. <laughs> well yeah, that's he's true. Jack and Wolverine, um, Rogue, Omega's yeah. Rogue. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean Echo's pretty funny sometimes. Echo's funny. I think Tech's pretty funny. I mean they're all good. Yeah, that's what's, that's what's great about it. There's yeah, no weak I don't, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know? I, all these people kind of bashing the Bad Batch. I, even in the in, even in the Clone Wars, I was like, I like the Bad Batch. The Bad Batch have grown on me. You know, in the Clone Wars, they were they were fine, but I wasn't like, if you would have told me, oh, yeah, we're making a show about these guys. <laughs> really? I don't know if I care <laughs> about this. Uh, and when they announced it, I was like, oh, well, all right, the Bad Batch. I mean, not to say that I, I, I was intrigued because, look, it's more animated Star Wars. It's... It's, you know, Filoni, so I'm sure it's going to be very good. I feel like that's what I said at the time. But it wouldn't have been my first choice of, of a... I wanted to start, a, a, you know, a, a sequel trilogy Filoni show or something along those lines. Right. But with what, we got, what, what, with what we've gotten, what makes this show, I think, so unique is that, and what I love about it is the timeline is exploring a timeline that we've very rarely seen explored in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, it's showing us things about the Empire that we didn't really that we haven't really seen explored in any sort of popular media. You know, yeah. um, this idea that, you know, you see a, you, you see a guy like, um, 
like Tarkin coming in and uh, kind of, you know, the ideology of why we should use, we should get rid of the clone troopers and use human human troopers. Yep. Um, And how clearly it kind of throws in the little Easter egg or the little, you know, plants a seed that, oh yeah, this is why the stormtroopers stink or this is why they're so much, so less efficient in the, (laughs) in the, See, in the in the original trilogy, then you know clone troopers were, or that you know why they why they're just why there's that constant meme out there that the, that the stormtroopers think as well. Yeah, because they're human. They're yeah. the Kaminoans are telling you like they're going to be less effective mm-hmm. than our clones. And yeah. vampire, you know, we had the one guy who was like, no, but you know they they're way more loyal to the to the empire. We need loyal soldiers. And, I mean, yeah, you know, couldn't have been more wrong. <laughs> on that front but but yeah no i mean I, I thought that was cool like just again and you couldn't do any of this like that's what made rebels sometimes while rebels was cool it was exploring a a time that we had seen played out right you know so many different mediums uh so there's six there's three movies um in that in that timeline yep um this is this is something that we haven't really seen before and there's so many characters that you can utilize that we haven't seen yet characters that we have seen um you know obviously most recently we've seen fennec shan um yes so we've seen fennec shan um voiced by ming na wen looks like ming na wen yes uh in terms of the animation um and that only boosts her character for book of boba fett oh absolutely you know like now book of boba fett like they she has when her character was introduced, similar to similar to the Bad Batch, if you would have told me after her first episode in The Mandalorian, oh, she's gonna be like the main character of her own show in a couple uh, in a couple years, I would have said what? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, based off of this one episode, but you, you, then you throw in the Boba Fett episode, yeah, and now she's now she's really ratcheted up and then they announce her show and it's like okay this is cool yeah more so for boba fett but yeah she's in it that's cool but then now she's in this and now you see her kind of working individually mm-hmm. as a bounty hunter and now i'm almost just excited to see her that that as i am to see both the boba fett yeah i mean she was awesome in this and this is before because this is right after uh the empire comes to the tower exactly. so this is before the mandalorian this is way before the mandalorian yeah so this is uh, very interesting seeing her now um, I, I kind of wonder gives, about what the age she gives me, but it's Star Wars. Yeah, she could be an alien. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but it, but she, honestly, she gives me, um, not she's not quite Cad Bane because Cad Bane is just he's just on another level <laughs> in terms of like bounty hunters you you wish right. you could see. But he's not quite on Cad Bane's level, but he gives me that Cad Bane vibe right. from the Clone Wars. But you guys gotta watch the Clone Wars if you haven't seen the Clone Wars. Um, but Cad Bane is is quite the awesome bounty hunter. She kind of gives me th- those vibes right now for this show. Is there any way we see Cad Bane in the show? Oh boy, uh, yeah, I think <laughs> it's so. It's possible. Yeah, boy, that would be quite an episode. I'll, first, I'll, honestly, I was thinking, could we see Boba Fett in this show? Uh, which I feel like that would be cool. It's possible. I can't. The people we can see in this show—that's why people, people, all these people are saying, "Oh, bad batch." Ah. If they treat, if, like, if they, they take could, it seriously, which clearly they have. We could we could get some really crazy they could do stuff. some really cool stuff. I mean, we already had the I mean, which honestly, Crosshair betraying them was kind of the most for most the most telegraphed 
uh, betrayal. Oh, you mean the guy that was, you know... In the trailer? Yeah, was in the trailer about. with the Empire. <laughs> <laughs> or the guy that was, you know, first five minutes of the first episode talking about good soldiers follow orders. <laughs> <laughs> that guy betrayed them during Warrior 66? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that, oof, that was rough. Um, very sad. Yeah, sad. Yeah, because sad. it was so telegraphed, yeah. it was kind of sad. Was yeah, it was sad. Yeah, it was very sad to see. Um, but I, I do like the dub cross. They got to they gotta have a final showdown. So that's I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. What do you, um, How do we think, looking forward, how do we think that this, I mean, we don't. We can't really predict how it's going to end, but like, are right. there any things that you do think is going to happen? Or are there any, any, uh, any, any predictions that you're kind of confident in? I know a lot uh, of, there are some, some notions that, oh, somebody's going to, Somebody's gonna die in the show. Oh, uh, I think Crosshair is certainly gonna die. I feel like he's gotta die. Sacrifice situation. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe not. Honestly, I was thinking someone might have to take him out. That'd be um, messed up. Kind of dark. It'd be sad, <laughs> you know. But I mean, he's already been. This guy's gone dark already. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, they, they, I mean, they, they, they juiced up his uh, inhibitor. His inhibitor. You know right. what? I mean, what are they gonna do? He was on the fence, and then now he's just full on empire. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking, yeah. So I think he, he's all in. For the Empire now, so uh, I'm not convinced yeah. that Crosshair is done. You you think they're gonna bring him back? I think there's a chance they could get him. Back. I mean, they brought back a uh, record. They, they already took out record inhibitor chip, so yeah. it's not like they don't know how to do that. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's what I was always wondering: was that it, is that even possible? And they've mm-hmm. proven they're willing to do the the, the, the brain surgery again yeah. to get it out. You know, you know what I thought was interesting that that what's her name um, Omega said she didn't have an inhibitor chip. Why didn't she have an inhibitor chip? They haven't explained that. Yeah, I was gonna say why. I wonder why she didn't have an inhibitor chip. Is because when she said that, I was like, huh? You know, and she's younger than all the other ones. I I, I don't know if they were still, you know, making and growing clones. I'm assuming that goes back to the Kaminoans having their own their own thing. Yeah, probably. You know, and them saying we don't want this this one to be. Yeah, probably. Yeah working for the empire yeah i guess you know yeah yeah it's very dark but you know a yeah, very, very strange story yeah it's very strange i feel like that that may take a dark turn as well um but yeah so i i mean i've greatly enjoyed the bad batch so i far. think echo is the one on the chopping block echo or tech i hope it's not echo he's a legacy character he is a legacy character. you think they're gonna, ex- either, either gonna kill echo I think he's one of the safe ones. He's kind of after everything he went through in, in season seven. Because I think about functionally after, on this after show. He, first they make him so <laughs> they have him floating in a vat tank. Yeah, on a board as, as a cyborg. Yeah, on, on some kind of operating table, <laughs> and now they're gonna kill him in the Bad Batch. If you go that road, <laughs> nah, no, nah, man, that would make it better. Kind of, that would be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> they do all that to him and they just kill him. Think about who's like who, unless he's taking out Vader or like Krennic yeah, or something. Right. It's not worth it, Kendall. Because isn't there a little it's not bit worth of, all that torture? There's a little bit of overlap. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I would feel bad for Echo. I feel bad for <laughs> Rex. What? You know, everyone else. That guy at that shot thought he was a droid. <laughs> but isn't, there's a little bit of overlap between Echo and Tech. They both were kind of the, <laughs> sure, both kind sure, of the mechanical yeah. guy, the tech guy. <laughs> so it's like, in theory, one of them, like you can't get rid of Wrecker because 
Wrecker is the big guy. You know, they <laughs> right. need the muscle. If you get rid of Wrecker, then it's like they don't have any muscle now. <laughs> right. I mean, you can't get rid of Hunter. He's the whole leader of the show. He's kind of the face of the show. <laughs> you know, so it's like one of the. I feel like Tech in what we call <laughs> Tech and Echo. Echo, but like Tech is way more versatile. Kendall, that's why I think Crosshair is he's done. It could be Crosshair. I think Crosshair is done. He's already right. he's already kind of <laughs> kind of done anyway. Right. We're used to seeing the unit without Crosshair now. Exactly. Exactly. So I think he's dead. I think if he does come back, he's still dead. Right. He's he's got to go. And can you can he even be redeemed after what he did? I think he's done. I, I think they're gonna try it. That's my that's my prediction. Nah, I think they're gonna try it. Not only that, he also has the least personality of all of them. Yeah, I wouldn't. He was wouldn't already kind of my least favorite <laughs> before he even did all yeah, that. Exactly. He was already kind of my. Floney kind of knew. All right, this is the good one to, to kind of. You know, I mean, come on. He's got the least personality. He's prone to betraying them. <laughs> I mean, I think he's he's he uh, he is definitely most likely. You know, you said, you know, what do you think is going to happen? I think he's going to die. I think at some point <laughs> they're either going to just kill him because they don't have a choice. If the if he does turn, something bad is going to happen and he's going to end up Are there any, sacrificing himself or something. Any major characters that you could see that you think would really fit well, fit nicely in, a, in, a, in an appearance? I mean, Rex just showed up most recently and that was uh, already you mean, seen in the trailer. Like another character appear in this show? Yes. Cameo. Yeah, we, I mean, we, we saw had, we saw Kanan. Yeah, we got Kanan in the first episode. That's Caleb Doom. Yeah, um, we got Caleb Doom. That was fun. We we got uh, Bib Fortuna. We got Bib Fortuna. Um, that's why I said. Yeah, I mean, that's why I said Boba Fett. Um, yeah, for sure. He, I think he's a. I think he's a clear candidate. We have Fennec Shan already. Right. I mean, Boba Fett's a clear candidate, uh, in my opinion. Ahsoka is out um, there. You know Ahsoka's out there. Uh, you know who else? Um, Afra. I think Afra. Wow, that would be crazy. I think Afra could fit in this. Did Did we talk about her having some kind of live action animated or show? Well, or yeah. The, like the big thing with Afra was um, her being the Mandalorian. Yeah, that was a yeah, that was, yeah, that was a big that was a big yeah, yeah, that was other rumor. I mean, which she may <laughs> still eventually be in the Mandalorian, but um. But yeah, she, I think she could easily. Cody Bennett is supposed to be playing. <laughs> yeah, but I, I look, man, dang casting. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, she she would fit right into to this show. Um, so she's another one. I mean, there are there. Are it's right in between the, the sequel trilogy and I mean not sequel trilogy, the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy. Yep. So you could you could have almost anybody show up, anyone that's still alive during this time period. Yep. Galen Erso, Orson Krennic. Yep. You could have plenty of people show up. Mace Windu. <laughs> uh, no. Oh boy. Was it was it me that said that the cloaked figure was could be Mace Windu? I feel yeah. like somebody said that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that, that was that, me, was, right? that was a speculation. Yeah, you brought that up. Yeah. Oh, is it, oh, is it, is it Mace Windu? <laughs> maybe it's Mace Windu. Kendall, is Mace Windu gonna show up in this show? Uh, is it possible? What's it? What's the percentage? The percentage. Five. <laughs> I can't say it's impossible. I can't say it's impossible because we got Luke Skywalker in the Mandalorian, which in season one I would have told you, also five percent. I mean, I would point blank. I would have been like, "What's the chance that he shows up in the Mandalorian?" You know, <laughs> that Luke ever? Skywalker. I, maybe what twenty? <laughs> in the first two seasons, uh, five. Right. So, yeah, no. I mean, I mean, I think about do they do something with like Grogu or something? 
You know what I mean? Like, you could do a lot. You know? Uh, Grogu, yeah. Oh. You know? Imagine... Yeah. Imagine you, you tell a story with Grogu. Kind of, you know, he's Boy. still not doing anything, but, like, maybe he's, like, an item that, you know, is on the run, and maybe they drop him off or something. Like... Get, get some more toy sales. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but, yeah, I mean... I mean, that, that would be... Uh, because animation, would go crazy. that's what's so great about having an animated show, exactly. that you can use anybody. Just throw anybody You don't in. have to worry about all, all this you need, actor. All you need is a voice. Yeah, and the voice doesn't always even have to be the yeah, main Lucas, person. Lucasfilm owns a character. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> they didn't get uh, Hayden Christensen to do yeah. Anakin every episode. There like. you go. If, if Samuel L. Jackson's busy, they're like, all right, well, let's get to whoever did the Nick Fury. Yeah, exactly. In, uh, <laughs> yeah, Agents, uh, uh, Avengers. It's all assembly. under the Disney umbrella now. <laughs> So, you know. All right, give Kevin Michael Richardson. <laughs> you know, just find any, any actor to, to, play, to, to do a Samuel Jackson impression. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you could you could throw anybody in this. I don't think Mace Windu is going to show up here either. Right. Particularly not in the first season. Um, but look, and you know, we have our, I mean, are we going to jump to the second story or are we going to finish up? Because I know we have, I, I was only going to mention that Filoni just got a nice promotion. So, yeah, let's. I mean, well, uh, well, let's. I guess we can finish up. What What's your grade so far for the Mandalorian? The grade or the the Bad Batch? Or the, the Mandalorian? The bad, or, uh, <laughs> the, the bad Batch? I mean, not the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, the Bad Batch. My grade. I'll go A minus. I was gonna go wow. B plus, okay. but I'll go A minus because. I mean, you know, it depends on your expectations. I mean, if you expected every episode to be a movie, then it's not an A minus. But right. I mean, again, if you remember the resistance or some of the dark weeks of Rebels, <laughs> right. where it was just completely <laughs> skippable. I mean, there's no droids in this show. Thank, thank God. Closest um, thing we have is Echo. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. So yeah, it's got very much like a a, a war platoon kind of vibe. You know. Yeah. Like it's it's. It, it, they do a really good job. Um, I, so I'm going A minus so far. All right, A minus. That is it. That's a that's a pretty high grade. That's a very high grade. Um, uh, I think I. Uh, I'll go. Mm, I'll go. I'll go B plus. Uh, it's 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 teetering on the A minus A range, but it's not quite there yet. Um. You know, I think if, if, like you said, if it was just the first couple episodes, I'd probably say A minus. Those were very, very good. Um, but, but since then, it's it's dipped a little bit. So I'll give it a B plus. But it's still very good. I like the characters. I like Omega. Um, she's got a little bit of the Ahsoka vibe, but even then, not quite as bad as Ahsoka was. So, I mean, it's, that's just my opinion. In the right. in season one, Ahsoka, it was just like, uh, right. they haven't done this? anything dumb but, with her character. Yeah, she's not she's not like really obnoxious. Yeah. Doing, you know, and she's like such a little kid, right? And she's not like you know arrogant like Ezra, where Ezra was kind of like that too, right? Where it was like, yo, why? What's with this kid? Yeah, you yeah. know. But she's she's not like Ezra, so I like Omega, so I I give it an A minus or B plus. I mean, not an A minus, not quite yet. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's been pretty solid. Uh, I'm digging it. I'm looking forward to seeing more. Um, but all right, so. Next, we're going to talk, we might as well just bring up uh, Filoni's promotion, yes. which uh, we did not know about. This actually happened, apparently, last year. Um, and then uh, Lucasfilm finally did they updated. What month? Did they say what month of last year? Uh, they, I know it was summer. 
summer uh, of last year. So that apparently. means that they gave him that promotion pretty much right before The Mandalorian came out. Or after The Mandalorian came out. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Because after, yeah, because, no, yeah, right before. The Mandalorian came out in the, in the fall, right? And then it, it, yeah. the, the finale was in the winter. Um, or before the second season. Yeah, exactly. Before the before the second season, The Mandalorian came out. Um, which they had seen it. They had known about it. So, <laughs> I think at that point, after they had seen the second season of The Mandalorian, I think there was a lot of confidence um, in Filoni. But you, you haven't even said what his, his promotion is yet. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, he was, he was given the role... <laughs> Uh, or he, or he is, he has the role. I'm um, but he now has the role of as executive creative director at Lucasfilm. This sounds wow, like no. something uh, we have probably mentioned on the show quite a few times. Uh, boy, I mean, I've mentioned, <laughs> uh, I've mentioned Filoni being given more power at Lucasfilm. Uh, you know, I've mentioned that you know almost almost every every single one of our shows. <laughs> you you could probably I could probably look in our catalog and see how many times I've mentioned that Dave Filoni should be running a significant part of Lucasfilm, is particularly yeah. their creative development. And now he's a creative that, director. That's exactly what we would always say: is that look, you don't want to make him president because right. you're like I, he doesn't know the he business. He doesn't know side. the business. You know, then not, I don't care about the he's business. He's not a quote-unquote entrepreneur. Right. You, you know, even if he doesn't know, like, the, you know, the, the production movie-making, like, you know, business. Right. Like Kathleen Kennedy does, for example. Fine. But when it comes to the story, Dave Filoni. Thank you. Should be at, should be at least at the top of yep. Lucasfilm. Yep. With somebody else or no one else above him. There you go. <laughs> you know, like you should have final say on creative decisions exactly. at Lucasfilm, and that's what he—that's what it sounds like he has. Yeah, final say or like a very, very, very heavy, powerful presence yes. in the room. Not just oh, you're the animation guy. Like no, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's much more than just the animation guy. And he proved himself with the Mandalorian. He proved himself in the episodes he's directed, mm-hmm. particularly the Ahsoka Tano episode that he can now handle this live-action thing really well. Yeah. He proved himself with the Clone Wars, um, the last season of the Clone Wars. I mean, yeah. the best things that we've gotten from Star Wars in the last, pretty much since Disney bought Star Wars, has been the final season of the Clone Wars and The Mandalorian. Yeah. Two things that he is executive producer on. Yeah. Like, I don't think that that's a coincidence. Maybe it is, but that doesn't feel like a coincidence. So if you're if you're Lucasfilm, this is a move that you had to make. Um, I don't look, and I don't know if like Dave Filoni. I don't know if I need like his imprint on every single Star exactly. Wars. Yeah, show. not at all. And I don't think he will have his imprint on every single Star Wars thing. Like he's gonna. I mean, I'm sure. I'm not saying he has to be Feige and right and run everything. And run everything. You know, like he's. I'm sure when, you know. Uh, Patty Jenkins does her her Rogue Squadron movie. I don't think Filoni's going to be you know, directing it, <laughs> right? Telling her, hey, telling no, her what to do? Actually, you should put this in here and then put that in there. But have no. him work closely with the story group. Have him, thank you, exactly. You know, have them. You know, this hey, doesn't make any sense with people like this. Like clearly, you <laughs> right. have a really good pulse of what people would enjoy, what people will like, what people will get excited by. Yes. Every year at Star Wars Celebration, it feels like Dave Filoni's panels are the ones that are most enjoyed exactly and enjoyable because he gives the people what they want so 
yeah, I mean, to me, um, this is nothing but good news. And what I think it also points to is that clearly, I think they're going to. I think I, I this is an opinion. I don't know this for a fact, or I can't. It's hard to really go over this, but I, I just get the sense that we're gonna get more stuff or more. When when it comes to the live action stuff that Flynn is gonna work on and the animated stuff, to a degree, more characters will be on the table now because of this. More they're gonna be willing to do a little bit more because now Filoni like who's gonna tell Filoni no? Yeah, at Lucasfilm. It's, I mean, besides Kathleen Kennedy, and again, maybe it's on just a really major thing like Luke Skywalker. Like who's gonna say no? You can't use this character. Yep. Like what do you mean? I'm the creative director. <laughs> right. This is this is this would be awesome. You know, Pablo Hidalgo's gonna be like, actually, actually, <laughs> exactly. It's like, wait a second. So, when it comes to the Bad Batch, when it comes to the Ahsoka show, when it comes to the Mandalorian season three, Book of Boba Fett, all these little things that he's gonna have at least clearly a very clearly an input on, even if it's not the Grand Poobah, like he will be on, <laughs> right. you know, Ahsoka. All of those projects, I expect that there will be. Um, that they're similar to the to the Luke Skywalker moment in the Mandalorian that they will not be pulling punches on, uh, mm-hmm. on the characters that we see. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, probably it, not. Hopefully not. And I suspect that a lot of the a lot more of the content that we see, um, particularly the live action content, it will feel more um, inspired. I mean, because you you really didn't. Or I don't know. I didn't feel that from much of the sequel trilogy. Um, and, and if I did feel, if it did feel inspired, it was inspired by A New Hope, and then that was just about the only you know inspiration. And everything else was kind of just you know what what will make what will make the fans happy. Um, so, which I mean, that's not enough. For, for making a new story, in my opinion. So I, I think a lot more of this, a lot of more of the content that we get is going to feel original. It's going to feel, um, it's going to feel like a natural extension from the Star Wars that we've gotten. And I mean, boy, is it about time. So I'm, I'm so excited. I'm, I, there's, there's more, now more of a positive aura and with him having this title, I'm much, 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 much less bothered by Kathleen Kennedy st- remaining as the president of Lucasfilm because it shows me that she is listening to the fans, hopefully, yeah. and she's listening to, or her, that she uh, has some self, some kind she, of awareness, yeah, some kind of self awareness about her strengths and weaknesses. There you go. You know, and that's always great from people in charge of things that other people love, (laughs) you know, like something like Star Wars. Yeah. Where if you have someone at the top who doesn't even know where they're bad at, doesn't know I'm not good at this. Right. I need help on this this level. It's like a, you know, a a football coach who's a great offensive coach, but doesn't know how to coach defense. But it's like, but I'm calling all the defensive plays too. It's like, why? why? Just hire a defensive coach. (laughs) Right. That's really good. And you focus on the offense and we'll win games. But she's not stubborn, um, and that is part of the reason why she's kept her job. And she deserves a lot of credit for this, because this, you know, I mean, 
it's not easy for somebody in, in, with her with her amount of power to to, to relinquish some of this. And yeah. uh, look again, she's still gonna have input. And it isn't even, it isn't even really relinquishing it. It's just delegating. Exactly. That's you're really doing what stuff. you're doing as a as a leader. You're delegating yeah. the responsibility to someone who's much much better suited for this specific part of what you do. Right. I'm not saying Dave Filoni should be running the toy sale, no. or be running the parks, the budget, or be running the budget. <laughs> I'm not saying he should be in charge of all that. Right. Just the story yes. of what people are seeing yeah. on the screen. And sometimes reading in the books. That's it. Yeah. Okay? There's a lot more to Lucasfilm as a business uh, than that. Though, of course, that's very extremely important. But the story should be run by creatives who are who are storytellers. I don't know if she's a storyteller. I don't know if she's... I don't know if she has experience with that. I know she worked with George on the original movies and with, uh, what's his name, Spielberg, I believe, as well. Yes. But is she a creative? I don't know. I, I I mean, I know George trusted her. I don't really know what that means in terms of, I mean, and again, I'm sure she's a good at filmmaking in terms of, like, knowing how to, how to, how to you know, run, like, a film right. set. I'm sure she has experience with that. Which yeah. is obviously Why very, got, uh, obviously very valuable. Yeah. Why she got Lord and Miller out of there? <laughs> <laughs> Sheesh. Reportedly. Uh, but but <laughs> like, look, but you know, but in terms of like, like crafting a story that's this beloved and this intricate and this fantastical, you need to be a creative to do this. And Filoni clearly is, and, and I don't look, know if she is. <laughs> no, again, we're not making this to bash Kathleen, and it's not, and it's not but, a, really not at know, all to bash. It, I, I will say it's that it's just I'm I'm actually glad that she did this. Right, I think this is a I, very I good think this sign. Is a very, this is a very good sign. You know, there have been some things like beyond the creative aspect of Star Wars, some of the business side in terms of there's been just a lot of chaos when it comes mm-hmm. to the production of a lot of these movies. Yes, is more so where I bash Kathleen Kennedy, right? Because again, that is supposed to be her strong suit. And I, when I mentioned the Lord and Miller situation where they were supposed to do Solo and that gets blown up mid-production and they bring in Ron Howard and, <laughs> right. you know, the Gareth Edwards were one situation where they kind of boot him mid-production. Right. And, uh, and the whole Colin Trevorrow. Yeah, Colin, I forgot about Colin Trevorrow. Episode <laughs> nine. You know, they give Ryan Johnson a trilogy before it comes out, and then now, before episode, before episode 8 comes out, and now... Now, the, you know, he says it's still happening. Yeah, yeah exactly. I guess someone told him it's still happening. But so, like, how do you I, announce I a know. movie and then you don't make it for eight years? You yeah. know? That's, I mean, The Last Jedi... That's a, I mean, a how many years ago did The Last Jedi come out, and he's still getting a trilogy? <laughs> exactly. What was that, 20... I mean, who's going to remember that? Like... People are going to be like, who is, who is this? What did he direct? Oh, The Last Jedi, that old movie that yeah, came out. 2017? Yeah, which by the time his movies come out, it'll definitely be like 2024, 2025. Yeah. It's not coming out anytime soon. Yeah. So. Why would you Why would you greenlight a movie eight years in advance and announce it eight years in advance? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. So, a trilogy of movies. That means you have, that means you've announced movies that are going to be at least 10 to 11 years in advance. There you go. That doesn't make any sense. They clearly, they had plans to make a movie and something changed and yeah. now they don't know what they want to do. So, that that's where Kathleen Kennedy still has some drawbacks. She still has a little bit to prove, but clearly the television aspect she has done marvelously. Yes, and a lot of that has been delegation. A lot of that has been trusting yes. John Favreau, trusting Dave Filoni, <laughs> right? And she's gotten results, which is why Dave Filoni's gotten this promotion. And so, I mean, look, it's it's excellent. Um, the 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 test will be 
when Star Wars right now they're on a kind of a grace period where you know this year it's Bad Batch, it's Book of Boba Fett at the end. So it's a slower year, but things are going to really pick up especially on the on the TV side, you know, in the next couple of years. Yep. And then really the test is going to be when we start getting movies. Yeah. When Rogue Squadron comes out, how's that going to do? Yeah. When Feige's movie, yeah. Feige is still talking about his movie. Yeah. Apparently that's still happening. He says, you know, I I'm only doing one, but All right. you know, uh, but I I I'm excited about it. So, you know, and they're bringing in Michael Waldron who who wrote Loki um and is writing Doctor Strange to Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness to to do Feige's movie, but when those movies start coming out, if those are really good, like that'll go on Filoni's record more than Kennedy. But if those are really bad, those will also go on Filoni's record more than Kennedy. You know, so I think yeah. Filoni. But I think Filoni's ready for it at this point. You know, I, I mean, yeah, absolutely. You know, at some point, you know, you can't can't hide behind animated projects. I think he wants to be able to do these types of stories, these types of projects. Yeah. You know, so. And look, he's not getting all the credit. You know, it's not like, right, exactly. oh, he saved Star Wars if these movies are good. It's Pat, Patty Jenkins did a really good job. Or it's Kevin Feige and whoever's directing did a really good job. But, yeah, but yeah, no, this is this is good news. Um, what Real quick, what did you think about, speaking of the TVs, what do you think about uh, uh, Rangers of the New Republic? Apparently, it's just like off the... Oh, yeah. It's yeah, like off the, off the schedule. Done. Uh, it seems to... It's, it, <laughs> this, the... the, the Air and the aura in the environment would seem to point to Gina. This having something to do with Gina Carano, <laughs> connecting the dots, connecting the dots, just just reading the process room, of elimination. Reading the room, <laughs> is it would seem to point to Gina Carano exiting Lucasfilm completely. They never confirmed that she was a part of. It was never confirmed. The Republic. But when you hear the thing, when you hear the the name, you hear the name, and you watch the you know, Mandalorian, you watch the Mandalorian. You think you see her character, you're like, mm, okay, she might have a show. She Maybe might be in a role in this show. Played a significant role, and they didn't want to. Then they fire her, and then the show gets canned. <laughs> and then the show is like, "Oh, we're no longer producing this show." And it's like one plus one does not equal five people. Yeah, you know, it equals uh, two. this leads to that, leads to this, leads to that. So she probably had something to do with it in terms of her firing. Not that she approved anything. <laughs> so, I mean, it is what it is. Um, that if, seems. So we talked about it. We talked about her we did, firing. We did, we did talk about it, yeah. In terms of it. the Mandalorian and just overall, we thought this isn't going to have much of an impact. Right. Even if you get rid of Cara Dune, like, you can replace that character easily. <laughs> right. Never did we have the discussion, oh, well, they might have to cancel Rangers of the New Republic now. Yeah, and we knew that she true. was probably going to be in it, but we never said, oh, we got to cancel yeah, it. we thought, oh, they can, they can recast. Or, <laughs> or recast just, or change the, or, ca- or change just the main character. Or replace her character with someone else. Like, <laughs> whatever. She was in, like, two seasons of a right. show. Only like a few episodes at that. Yeah, exactly. So like, sure, like, you could just replace her with any other Republic woman. It seems that she's not the only strong woman in the in the yeah. in the rebellion. I think from a marketing standpoint, they planned on her character being the face of the show, being the draw for that show. And probably, yeah. when she wasn't in it, they probably looked back at like, you know, I think this is, this comes into Kennedy's side of things where she's like, is this show a money maker anymore? Mm-hmm. Story wise, it may still work, but will it sell? Will people watch? Mm-hmm. Will it sell toys? If you don't have, <laughs> right. if you don't have a compelling main character, or at least one that people know, and an actress that people know, how do you get, how do you get it off the ground? And that, I mean, look, it's a real question. I, you know, I think I still would have watched it, especially when they never attached her to it. Mm-hmm. And that was the reporting was that they never 
the reporting was that she was supposed to be the main character, but that they never mentioned her because at the time she was kind of acting crazy. So they didn't want to jump the gun in case they had to get rid of her. And then now it creates a mess. Clearly it created a mess anyway, because they canceled the show. Right. But, um, so yeah, I mean, yeah. not a surprise. One yeah. Plus one equals two. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. The, um, it was, in my all, opinion, of, the least, the least most exciting announcement. Uh, yeah. I was just about to say that. Yeah, 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 of all the shows announced <laughs> it, announced at the time, that was probably one that I was least excited for so i'm not i'm not crying about it the only thing was that it was supposed to tie into the into Mandalorian whatever shares Ahsoka. universe whatever and now that's doing. that's 33 percent of that entire share universe is blown up and they haven't uh, i mean maybe I'm, you I'm consider they replaced it with book of boba fett i don't know yeah hopefully either way i'm much more excited for the other one anyway. <laughs> um <laughs> all right so uh next we're going to talk about andor uh so we got some andor news uh so forrest whitaker uh confirmed to be in andor um, so, we did just see Saul Guerrero in the Bad Batch. Back to spoilers on Bad Batch. Yeah, again. spoilers on Bad Batch. But, <laughs> but I don't think anybody really cares. But look, <laughs> it, look, it is what it is. Okay, hey, that's been weeks. Obviously. Watch the Bad Batch. It's a <laughs> yeah. great show, y'all. Definitely check it out. Please check out the Bad Batch. It's wonderful. Um, was not voiced by Forrest Whitaker. Uh, yeah, someone else doing a Forrest Whitaker impression. This he, time. Yeah, it, it was the same guy that did Saul Guerrero in the original. In Clone Wars. In Clone Wars, but now he's doing he a Forrest. He sounds like Forrest Whitaker. Now he's doing a Forrest Whitaker impression. That, they really told so, him. So they're trying to blend together yeah. the, like, crazy voice. Yeah, yeah. Crazy Forrest Whitaker voice with, like, his voice. Right, which was so bizarre. Yeah, I, it was very weird. When I heard it was the same guy, I was like, no way. That sounded like Forrest Whitaker. But, again, like you said, they just told him to do it. Yeah, impression. I was going to say, it sounded like someone doing a Forrest Whitaker impression. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was pretty interesting. Um, uh, It didn't so, yeah. work. It didn't work to me. Because he didn't look like really. Yeah, I mean, it, he doesn't look anything like him. So why are we trying to sound like him? You might as well just personally, you might as well just have the guy. I think they're trying to they're trying to link him to like show that he's starting to get kind of right, crazy. He's getting to that point, yeah. He's getting kind of crazy, so I think that's why. But um, but, but he's yeah. an Andor. He is an Andor. He's an Andor. Um, so this is uh, uh to me, this is pretty uh, this is pretty exciting. I I enjoyed um. Well, I didn't love Saw Gerrera in, in, in Rogue One with, the, with you know, Borg Gullet and all that other stuff. Right. But, um, but you know, he was cool. I didn't I didn't necessarily hate him. So, uh, he is going to be in Andor. I think he'll bring a lot of star power to Andor. I think he'll bring a lot of great acting scenes to Andor. Um, and, uh... It, do we know when Andor is taking place? So that's Andor is prior to. Well, uh, yeah, Rogue I mean it's prior to Rogue One because <laughs> he doesn't live after Rogue One. Right. But um, it's early but do rebellion. We know when I think it's it's a similar time as Bad so Batch. So similar to Bad Batch, early rebellion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this should be good. Uh, it should be very good. The word is that we're, we may be getting Mon Mothma. We may be getting um, Orson Krennic. Well, you are you're hearing yeah. Orson Krennic. I'm not. Heard I'm hearing that. Orson Krennic now. We may get Orson Krennic in in. Uh, uh, in the show, I was thinking of uh, Bail Organa was another early first movie that people were uh, talking Bail about. Organa. That would be great. I mean, I, I I'd watch a Bail Organa show. I just love Jimmy Smith, so <laughs> I'd be willing right. to watch a Bail Organa show beyond uh, <laughs> beyond any appearances. But but yeah, Bail Organa is a character that we may be getting. So it looks like we're getting a lot of people in the show, which makes we're sense. A lot, of, a lot of big players, similar to Bad Batch, like. You need something. You need, you need a draw. Yeah, I'm not watching Andor. For people are people are gonna be like, Andor. who was that? Yeah, 
you know, because already he was kind of the most. I mean, Diego Luna is a great character. He, I mean, he's a. I mean, he's a good. You know, very talented actor. Yeah. I mean, he's very good in in uh, you know, maybe Narcos and whatnot. Um. Besides maybe uh, what you call Riz Ahmed's character, what was his name? Booty Booty, Bodie Rook. Bodie, yeah, Bodie. I was like, what was his name again? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, his character is the one that um was probably the most boring, but Diego Luna's character uh, Andor is probably second. So oh, really? if okay. you're so to me, you're gonna need draw. You're gonna need a draw when you're talking about getting people to watch Andor. So bringing in characters like Orson Krennic, a character like was K two S O confirmed for the show? I don't know if they confirmed that. I mean, I think people assume that. I feel like he has Alan Tudyk will be in it. He's gotta be in the show, but I don't know if he's gonna be in like every episode. That's good. Uh, yeah, he maybe not. He may meet him like halfway through the show. Right, right. Um, but look, this, the little bit, the little bit that we got from Andor at Disney Investor Day mm-hmm. um, made it seem as if. Uh, that show is going to be more interesting than people realize. See, yeah. Kath- the way Kathleen Kennedy was talking about it, and the way the people uh, in the featurette, uh, yeah, Diego Luna, yeah, Luna, like sound like they sounded like they were very excited about it. Yeah, you know, it wasn't just like, oh yeah, it's great to be on a Star Wars show, you know? <laughs> right? It was like, you know, I forgot who they. I think they got. I want to say the guy who did, I don't know, Zero Dark Thirty or something like that. Like they got an actual, they got like a real, right, like a spy thriller kind of. Um, guy to, to show run this uh, show run this story so right um, so yeah yeah I mean Andor should be cool and I mean yeah. Forrest Whitaker showing up I mean that that makes sense to the timeline mm-hmm. I don't think he'll be the only one like you mentioned or some yeah. being being in it as well um, that would be huge yeah that'd be massive that be wow huge. so they're running into Krennic yeah I mean this is this really is no joke so yeah that would be boy that would be fun I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll get Galen Erso also. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, this would be that would be pretty crazy. Um. All right. So, uh, so next we got the Book of Boba Fett. So there's some stuff going on with Book Book of Boba Fett. Um. So we got uh, Boss was rumored, uh, to be in Book of Boba Fett. Um. Of course, we know Finnick Shan's gonna be in Book of Boba Fett. Um. We now we know Robert Rodriguez is gonna be directing uh, several episodes apparently. For the book of Boba Fett, which he developed, he directed the Boba Fett episode in the Mandalorian. Uh, he did a fantastic job of that, by the way. And um, so yeah, so we're 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 get coming along with Book of Boba Fett. What yeah. what 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 do you think of of Bosk uh, potentially being in the Book of Boba Fett? Um. The, the using Bosk in the book of Boba Fett. I mean, look, I feel like the book of Boba Fett is going to be one if it's showing flashbacks that would make sense, and that's the word according mm-hmm. to Tamora Morrison that it'll be showing a lot of um, history of Boba Fett. Um, I think prior to the Sarlacc pit, post the Sarlacc pit, after and probably after uh, Mandalorian as well. Um, right. I think we'll be getting a lot of different stories from from that character, so um, it makes sense to include someone like Bosk, who's obviously going to have going to have had many run-ins and many jobs with uh, Boba Fett involved. So yeah, yeah, no, I mean that 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 should be makes sense that you're going to bring in someone like Bosk, um, and maybe they really dig into the into the bounty hunter thing and 
throwing uh throwing someone like Cad Bane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if they want to get a live go a live action bounty hunter route. Everyone wondered if Cad Bane would show up in the Mandalorian. But he actually might make more sense in uh in Book of Boba Fett now. I feel like Mandalorian's kinda of moving away from the whole bounty hunter thing. To mm-hmm. a degree. They've kind of they've kind of went down that path a little too much, I think. Mm-hmm. In the first two seasons, so right. <laughs> they're doing Cad Bane. All right, we're doing this again. I think they're going to really now dig more into the Mandalorian lore right. aspect of of the show, which is called the Mandalorian. So that makes sense. But um, but I think in replace of that, I think we'll get a lot of those types of characters in Book of Boba Fett. Bosk is one of them. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I my 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 I w- I don't know if I call it a concern. But I'm curious as to how he's going to look and sound. Um, less so about sound, more so how he looks combined with how he sounds. Because he's literally a lizard person. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, the Trandoshans, I mean, they look and sound great in animation. Um, traditionally, do not look and sound great in live action. Just compared to modern standards. They look great for, you know, 1980. Or, or, you know, 81, you know, whenever Empire Strikes Back came out. Um, but now it's 2021. And, I mean, you can do a lot of other characters, uh, which, I mean, The Force Awakens and the other sequel trilogy movies showed. You can do a lot of those characters in live action and still have it look pretty good. But, I mean, uh, you know, a Trandoshan, I don't know if I don't know if I saw any Trandoshans. I mean, I'm sure there probably were, was at least one in the sequel trilogy somewhere. But, you know, if he's going to be a character... In this show, he's gonna be highlighted, like often. Right. You know, I mean, we saw some Twi'leks and but in in the Mandalorian, <laughs> but Twi'leks that's not the same as a lizard person with yeah. scales all over his body. I mean, this is <laughs> I mean, this is another level. And he's supposed to be, especially in the comics and everything, he's a creature. He's like, he's like you know Chewbacca. Yeah. I mean, Bosk is a Bosk is a big guy, so I, I'm wondering how that's gonna look in live action without being like CG unless he is CG. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious how, how that's going to be done. It's going to take quite a, quite a lot of uh movie, movie magic, so to speak. Is, is there a chance work. we get a uh, Cobb Van? Um, uh, or do you think that story is being played out? They explained it enough in the Mandalorian. We don't really need to see him again. I mean, I mean, Cobb Vanth just kind of gets the, he just kind of, well, they don't really explain how he gets the armor, I he guess, but picks it up he kind of just picks it up. Yeah. You know, it's not, maybe they it's show, not a thing where he takes it off of Boba Fett. Maybe they show him wearing it. Maybe, maybe, maybe we don't see Timmy the Elephant, but we see someone wearing the Boba Fett armor, which you would know would be Cobb Vanth. Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I suppose that's possible. Um, I wouldn't need to see him. I mean, unless they have a story to tell. My thing is, hey, if they got a story to tell, hey, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on it, because he doesn't interact with Boba Fett, or at least not in the story that they've told so far. But um, but yeah, either way, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to the show. Um, do when is the what's the release date for the show? Uh, it's supposed to be coming out in the winter. This year. That was the initial word. Okay. Uh, I don't know if there'll be that timeline. All right. word was yeah, if not, like then I guess early, early. 2021. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. They've been very quiet, Disney Plus, on everything that's coming out 
Yeah, they have later beer. this year. I think just I don't know. They're not sure what they want to do. <laughs> you know, but like I mean, Marvel's supposed to have Miss Marvel coming out. We really I mean we've seen a little bit, but we haven't seen you know, we don't even know what Miss Marvel looks like. <laughs> right. Um, Hawkeye is coming out and we've seen like maybe a shot. You right. know, it, it, but we haven't really seen anything of that. Um, these are all supposed to be coming out this year and obviously Book of Boba Fett and we've haven't gotten really much no promotional material on them so yep. I expect that'll change after we we hit maybe like August but but yeah right now the plan is that's supposed to be coming out this year alright alright well I guess we'll find out later on this, later on this year hopefully fingers crossed uh, we'll find out how good the show is I'm sure it'll be fantastic I have very high expectations for Book of Boba Fett um, and rightfully so, because Mandalorian was so good, and Robert Rodriguez's episode was so good. So, um, and I know Filoni and Favreau are working on this show also. I, I have a quick question. Yeah. Back to the back to the Bad Batch. Not a spoiler, more of a question. <laughs> Someone who may be showing up before we close out. Who do you do you think that there is a chance that Grand Admiral Thrawn shows up? Uh, that's a good question. A younger Thrawn. He wouldn't be that much younger. He's in some Rebels, but younger. Uh, Given they show, I like, have to. Know, I, I have to go back to the Thrawn, the original Thrawn, like novel. I don't know how long they are, how far in they are. Uh, in the Empire, when they find Thrawn, and they like, you know add him to the imperial ranks and all that right 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 so i mean because i otherwise i'd be like wow so he showed so he just showed up right when the empire started yeah which i mean i guess is possible because he he didn't make him a grand admiral immediately right right, he right. had to climb the ranks to get that rank so it's possible he shows up because rebels is not if, that if much there's ever a time skip right in the bad batch then i think there's a high, very high probability that he shows up right um if it's just like just within this time then I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it's possible, but then that would mean that he showed up like right when the Empire started. What's the time difference between Rebels and, and, and Bad Batch? I mean, in Rebels, Obi Wan's all old and stuff. Right. So it's got to be at least like 10, 15 years. Right? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Cause and like Leia, Leia is showing up. Rex looks like an old man. Rex is an old man. Leia's <laughs> Leia. Rex is, yeah, well, yeah. That's the biggest difference. Like, that's what I was thinking about. Rex is like an old man. Leia is like a teenager. <laughs> I mean, it's a while. Yeah, so I, it, he it might be it, it would have to probably be thrown pre uh, pre Empire, which I don't know if that would make any sense. Yeah, that I mean that'd be pretty bizarre. That would mean they're they're going to the unknown regions, basically. <laughs> That's basically what that means. Yeah, um, which isn't impossible. Yeah, well, yeah, it's not impossible. <laughs> I guess you know they're the bad batch who knows where they're going. Yeah, exactly. They can put them on any. So they story. they would just be interacting with the Chiss ascendancy. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm like, all right, cool. Filoni's <laughs> going there. Filoni's like, look, I'm doing whatever I want. Yeah, man. Tell tell Kennedy I said hi. <laughs> but yeah, so that's tell Don I said hi. Dude, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'd reach out to Don. <laughs> <laughs> uh, going back to that 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 conversation. That's another old Imperial conversation. <laughs> did, did Timothy Don know about any of Did he know? Did he know about the Mandalorian? But nah, yeah, I think he. I think I think he's I think he's cool. He's cool, and he worked for Filoni before, so yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they're on good terms. Uh, but that all right. So I think that's a good place to end the show. So 
I went through quite a bit this week. I'm going to try to do the show more regularly. Um, after next week, I will have significantly more free time on my hands, so I shouldn't be missing too many shows. I'm going to try to do Bad Batch reviews as well. We may at some point try to do a video review, hopefully, one of these days. Maybe we'll do it for a series finale, possibly, or something. So we're going to try to get that done as well. Uh, but that'll do it for this show, you guys. Uh, follow us all on social media. Check out New Generation Media on um, on YouTube. Check out New Generation Podcast Network, wherever you can find podcasts. Search us, and that's where we're at. A lot of, a lot of good stuff, and you can look at all of our previous shows as well. Please check that all. Uh, I'm your host, Jamari, joined by Kendall, and we'll see you guys next week.